0: Everyone and welcome to Outback Team Building and Training Tips, a monthly audio resource for HR and business professionals. I'm your host, Kara Sai, and this month I'm joined by special guest, Datis Mosenipour, Marketing Manager at Outback Team Building and Training. Thanks so much for joining me today, Datis.
1: Hey Kara, thanks for having me.
0: So our topic this month is effective ways to market your team building event to your coworkers, and Datis will be sharing his insights on how you can easily promote your event internally so that it's a success, but before we begin, Let's start out with our quick tip of the month. Each month, we begin the episode with a quick tip for our listeners. Tatis, what's your number one tip for new planners who are trying to promote their first ever team building event?
1: This is something new to you. You know, this, you're not an event planner. Mm-hmm. You're not a marketer. Right. You're wearing lots of hats. This is something yes. new. So keep it simple. Okay. A lot of the times people get really bogged down by all these different methods of marketing and start really digging down into all these different techniques and learning all sorts of new things and get distracted from the task at hand right and really all you need to do is keep it simple emails and posters will probably be your best friend for this while there are other methods and we will talk about some of those other methods sure Don't get too distracted by those. Okay. If you have a company intranet or internal newsletter, Mm -hmm. uh, those will be helpful communication methods as well. But as I mentioned, those all internal emails will Mm -hmm. be very helpful, especially closer to the event, as well as posters. And we've actually put together a really helpful guide called the Ultimate Team Building Guide.
0: Right. I was just going to ask for someone who say, you know, they're already a bit nervous about marketing, they're probably hearing that and going, Well, I'm not a you know, I'm not a designer either. How am I supposed to put together like a, a flashy, visually appealing poster?
1: And that's exactly what our content team thought of. They thought, Well, hey, People who are planning these events (laughs) probably are wearing multiple hats. They probably got a job to do on a day-to-day basis. And this was an additional task that was assigned to them. So we wanted to make it as easy as possible. We've actually got templated emails in there. So these all internal emails that you want to send throughout the office, we've got something for that. Uh, We've got these nice templates for posters that yeah. are easily editable in Word. Yeah. Uh, that's all in the Ultimate Team Building Guide. So we've got you covered on that. There's all sorts of great information, so I really recommend you check that out. It's uh, mm-hmm. If you go to OutbackTeamBuilding.com and check out the downloadable resources section, uh, you'll be able to find that. So that's just in the top tab there, mm-hmm. uh, in the top menu, yeah. under downloadable resources.
0: Perfect. Yeah. I mean, so, so what I'm hearing is just a lot of really great, simple things that you can do. Things that you're already really well equipped to take care of as say an executive assistant or someone in hr anyone can really do these things that you're talking about
1: you bet you don't need to be a email marketing specialist yeah. to get an email out to the entire office
0: well i'm sure there's a lot of first-time planners out there who are going oh thank god you <laughs> as- bet. especially with the resource like that that just provides you with these nice quick easy to edit templates like as you said in word everyone knows word that's perfect
1: a really comprehensive guide yeah that's you'll excellent. find it useful
0: okay so with that let's get to our main interview all right DT, so how soon do you want to begin promoting a team building event a month before a week before
1: with planning everything usually the rule of thumb is the sooner the better right Um, our event hosts and managers typically recommend four to six weeks if you're planning an event for 100 people or less okay if you're planning an event for 100 people or more really large groups Mm -hmm. and there's a lot of intricacies to it our event team definitely recommends four to six months right now we understand that that's not always realistic Mm -hmm. sometimes or actually oftentimes we get people calling us one or two business days before an event or an activity they want to mm-hmm. plan, or something they want to inject team building into, yes. and obviously you don't really have that much time right. to promote that. So generally, the earlier you start pushing out communications, the mm-hmm. better. Um, that way you get the seed out there, and people can start knowing about the event in advance. And if people, you know, have very busy lives, or if they've got kids and families, yeah. typically they want to really map things out well yeah, in advance. Uh, especially if it's outside of work hours. Right. Um, yeah. So it, it always helps to get those communications out there early. Uh, that being said, I think the really the most crucial part of the communications are going to be the few weeks leading up to the event. Yeah, absolutely. Again, if you have that yes. time span. If yes. you if you just announced the event or start planning the event two weeks prior, yeah. it's going to be those three or four days prior to the event, right? Right, you're
0: going to really condense things down if you have a shorter timeline. So, I mean... If you have a larger larger event that has more moving parts, like you said, say for a retreat or something that you do on an annual basis that's large scale, you want to try and get in touch with people as soon as possible so it's on their radar so that they know it's coming up, especially if it's going to go you know, into a weekend or after hours. Then for something smaller, you have a bit more wiggle room. You can do a few weeks. But most importantly, what I'm hearing from you is that you want to get these people's attention in the days leading up to it and, like, right on day, event day. You
1: bet. Yeah, okay. you bet. And if you're planning a staff retreat, please, for the sake of your employees, <laughs> don't plan it four to six days before. The... No, no. <laughs> I don't think anyone would have a good time at that
0: retreat. <laughs> okay, so are there ways that you can keep these promotional messages fresh? We're talking about getting in touch with people several months in advance, then a few weeks, then a few days. How can you continue to catch people's attention?
1: Yeah, I mean... This is something you can do with different types of email marketing in general. Mm-hmm. Uh, so just applying that to this specific case, you could roll out different tidbits of information. So at one point you could announce some of the sample challenges. Okay. At one point you can announce I mean, what the activity is at first and sure. then go into sample challenges in a future email. Yeah. Then if you, let's say, have prizes, you know you can announce the prize prizes right. will definitely get people people riled up yeah. and more excited about about the activity
0: create some buzz
1: yeah so there's different things you can do you can slow roll things out no matter what you do if you do decide to slow roll the communications out you mm-hmm. want to make sure that the subject line of that email communication for instance has the key information in it right such as the date the location mm-hmm. the time things of that sort so that even if they don't open the email, right. They're still getting that information there and the more they see it even if they're not fully paying attention to it, yeah, it'll register in their subconscious.
0: I mean, that brings up an interesting point because we all have colleagues that, you know, no matter how interesting your messaging is, they they just don't read their emails. So, you know, how can you grab those people's attention? It's great that you can at the very minimum get the key details across and say a subject line, but what about, you know, you have posters hung up everywhere. They're great. You put a lot of effort into them, but they're just ignoring them. How can yeah. you grab those people's attention?
1: I mean, a really easy way is to print like a hundred posters <laughs> and put them on every square inch of their cubicle or desk or wherever just it is they sit. those specific set. people? Yeah, those specific people. If you know they're oh, not reading great. the memos, yeah. you can just put plaster it all over their desk. Mm-hmm. Um, no, don't definitely don't do that. <laughs> it's a terrible waste of paper. So there are all, there there will be people who yeah. ignore communications. There's always those people. Candidly speaking, a, as a marketer, yeah, it, I hate being marketed too. Sure. I, 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 my email inbox. I have all sorts of emails that just sit on red because right. I'm I'm uninterested in them if yeah. they're promotional. Of course. Um. So other things we definitely recommend are to. Announce these events in company huddles. If you our organization, we have a monthly meeting where we go over company stats, successes, shout people out, things of that sort. Yeah. And other things we do is that we make sure that the leaders of different departments, if there's an important announcement, we want to make sure that the leaders of those of each individual department is having a discussion about that with different members of their teams. Sure. So my team personally we have a weekly huddle and then we have a couple stand up meetings every week. Uh, if if there is an important event coming up, I'll make sure that in that weekly huddle we'll discuss it. Yeah. If, and if it's, you know, if anybody has any questions about it, they can ask me, uh, we could talk about the different intricacies of it. So it, you definitely want to get your leaders on board. Yeah. And you definitely wanna involve it in those meetings. Yeah,
0: and, and for something like a team building event that may not take priority in some leaders' minds, is there a way that you can make it easier for them to share this information? Like possibly supplying them with like a bullet point printout or info packet or something like that? Yeah,
1: you bet. I, I mean, ideally your email communications mm-hmm will be just that right you don't want to go too deep or too too heavy or lengthy with your email communications Yeah. Uh, you don't want to send somebody a novel right? right because it makes it difficult to read so ideally your email comms will be bulleted they'll be scannable yeah. because that's how people digest content nowadays so ideally you just give them the same email you're sending out to everybody else and then you can include any additional details that may not be privy in that email, if you know, more, more detailed information.
0: Yeah. And those people who aren't necessarily reading their emails or paying attention to the posters, they're going to be all ears at a company-wide meeting. They're going to listen to what their leader has to say. I think that's some really great advice. Yeah. So, in, in terms of tools or resources that you can use to help easily promote your event, do you have any recommendations?
1: Yeah, I've touched on some of these throughout our discussion, but let's look at them again. So, as I mentioned, the Ultimate Guide to Team Building is a resource that we've taken a lot of time to create. We got our events team involved Mm -hmm. with that our sales folks who are on the calls with people and understanding the pains that they're involved in on a regular basis. Yeah, Um, You know, there's a lot of great information in there and a lot of free tools in there to make your life easier. Yes, Uh, Whether you're planning an event with us or not, it doesn't matter. There's a lot of helpful information in there.
0: Right, yeah, I've seen um, a countdown clock that you can share with people.
1: There's checklists, there's budget planning. Yeah. Yeah, so there's all sorts of great tools that are mentioned in there. Um, other things you can do. I mean, again, if you have some skills with marketing, mm-hmm. if you've you, if you've done some marketing in the past, then maybe you want to do something like this. You could use an email client like Mailchimp right. or Vertical Response. They both have free memberships. Oh, you can jazz up your email a little bit. Yeah. Um, personally, I don't. I think that's a bit overkill, and it's going to take you more time to do that.
0: Not necessarily something you need.
1: Not necessarily something you need. Right. Uh, you know is is the juice worth the squeeze right right like that takes that takes a lot of effort to to do that and what benefit are you going to get from having it stylized a little bit yeah so the only benefit i would say of a software of that sort is that you can track the number of opens and right. the number of clicks mm-hmm. so you could see you know if you have if you're asking for people to register mm-hmm. and you could see who has clicked the link. Right. And you can see who hasn't registered. Yeah. So it's a little bit creepy in a sense, but sure. then you can go to that person's desk and hound <laughs> them and say, Hey, why I saw you click the form, right. why why didn't you fill it, right?
0: I mean I guess by the same token though, if you were looking for something a bit more simplistic, you could fall back on a calendar invite, right? Because with that you can see who said they're attending and who's opened it and whatnot? So maybe that could be an option Absolutely. for people who aren't willing to go into more of the marketing deep end, if you will. Totally.
1: Yeah. Yeah. The I mean, Outlook has that calendar built into it. If yeah. you guys use Google as a, as an email client, they've right. got a great calendar tool in there. Mm-hmm. So. You know, I, I actually slipped up on mentioning that earlier, but with every email comm that you send out, mm-hmm. you do want to make sure there's a calendar in there. So thanks right. for reminding me on yeah, that no one. Yeah, no problem. Um, in terms of other great tools, let's say you do decide to kick things up a notch, Yeah. you could use a tool like SurveyMonkey or Typeform. These right. are great tools to collect information. Mm-hmm. So if there, if there's more information that you need to collect, you know, if you're opening up so that people can bring their friends or right. family, um, you know, you can ask the number of people that they'll be bringing with them. Mm-hmm. So a uh, number of plus ones, if you would. So you can you can add that in there. They're, they're both very user-friendly tools. Yeah. Um, and they're not too complicated. You get some good stats in there as well. You can see who filled out what. Yeah. Uh, and you can download an Excel report. And as I mentioned again, they're free. Yeah. So uh, these tools I definitely recommend more so than something like MailChimp because the learning yeah. curve is way less. It's really, really simple to get a survey going through either of these platforms. Um, and then it'll just give you a little bit of a additional boost in that information so you can better plan ahead for mm-hmm. what to expect.
0: Is there um, any sort of tool that you would recommend if people do want to get a bit more uh, invested in their marketing and track, say, a URL? Do you have any suggestions for that?
1: Yeah. So, let's say, going back to that survey example, Mm -hmm. um, an email, obviously, you can put a link into a survey quite easily uh, and you can mask the actual URL by hyperlinking some text. Yes. With a poster, you can't really do that. Sure. Not quite yet. (laughs) Yeah. Who knows, maybe in five years. (laughs) But for now, there's a really awesome tool called Bitly. It's been around for years, and actually started... when, when Twitter was all the hype and you only had 140 characters uh, to, link, to to write a message. So
0: yeah.
1: when you wanted to link something, that would eat up a whole bunch of your characters. Bitly created a uh, URL shortening tool. Right. So let's say I want to put that survey on a poster.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I could put, I could create Bitly, you know, team building for company X
0: Sure.
1: as the URL. That way it's actually something digestible as opposed to surveymonkey.com forward right. slash 20 digits and a bunch of letters.
0: Right, so something right. that you can put on a poster, people can easily type into their computer that they can remember.
1: Exactly, yes. or whip out their phone, hop yeah. onto that URL. And the great thing with that is that you get URL tracking in there too. So again, you can see the number of people that have checked that out. Mm-hmm. and. What's really helpful with that is let's say you don't actually use that in your email and you want to just see how many people are checking out those posters and going to the URL. Right. Are the posters more effective? Yeah. Well, you can have one one URL for the posters. And you can have one URL in your email and you yeah. can compare the two. Yeah. Of I'm going to bet that your emails are going to be a little bit more successful, but who knows?
0: Right. I mean, at least this way you have both options. Yeah. You, you can spread the information in both ways
1: but again that's just the marketer and me i love doing (laughs) the testing i love i love split testing it's probably overkill to do that for your activity to to have two separate urls but you definitely want a shorter url so using bitly for your poster is definitely something i highly recommend
0: so You've mentioned with internal marketing, you, I mean, you were joking, you could plaster a, a colleague's desk with a bunch of papers. Other than that, how is marketing to your team different than marketing to your customers?
1: Well, you actually get the added bonus of being able to stand over your colleagues' (laughs) desks, give them a mean stare, and ask them why they haven't responded to any of your communications.
0: You can Slack them, instant message them. them. Yeah, 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 you bet. (laughs) Slack's
1: a great tool. I mean, it's different because you have easier access to them. You know them very
0: well. Right.
1: That being said, I think a very important part in marketing is knowing the person you are marketing to. Right. Now that might sound a little weird when you don't actually have a friendship or relationship with that person, Mm -hmm. but a lot of what marketing is, is knowing your customer. Right. understanding what makes them tick Mm -hmm. different people react to different communications right the same way we talked earlier about how some people just never look at that email right that person you want to you want to know who those people are and how to make them tick so Mm -hmm. those communications that we talked about earlier but one of our core values here is putting our customers first right so we like to apply that to everything and it's no different with if you're marketing to your own team Mm -hmm. Uh, in in essence they're your customer we actually call our staff our internal customers yes and it's it's no different yeah you know you want to understand what makes them tick you want to understand where what channels to reach them through Mm -hmm. best you want to segment them into different buckets yeah um so while it is different because you have some added advantages, I think it's very much the same in that you still need to put a little bit of legwork into knowing who they are.
0: Yeah. Well, and I know in the Ultimate Guide to Team Building, we also have um, different messaging based off of what you think your team may respond to best. We have some mysterious emails versus the creative email versus the traditional email. So I think that speaks really well to what you're saying. You You get to know your audience and Regardless of whether they're your customer customer or your internal customer, just knowing more about them and and the type of messaging they'll respond to, I think, is a really valuable thing.
1: Yeah, actually, uh, one of the things that we've found internally in our group is that everybody loves memes.
0: Right, yes. So uh,
1: (laughs) recently something that's been going around is that we've changed the subject line for memos to be meme (laughs) dash o because memos. <laughs> memos because everybody loves them yes and uh you know that encourages people to open them more in our organization that's I just know. us yeah so
0: people are gonna read them more because there's a meme in it i mean why not
1: and, and that's what we've come to understand by putting our internal customers first exactly
0: <laughs> okay so would you say that your job is done once event day has arrived or after the event is over?
1: Um, I mean, it can be if you want, but you're, you'd definitely be passing up on some good opportunities. Being a marketer, I thrive off data. Mm-hmm. I think it's imperative that you send out a survey after the event to yeah. get a sense of what they liked about the event. Sure. I mean, and if they didn't like the event, to get a sense of it and what you could do in the future to improve your team building event, let Sure, say.
0: try and understand why they didn't like it.
1: Yeah, that, I mean, it's it's very important after an event to, to send that survey. Again, you could use a tool like SurveyMonkey right. or Typeform.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, you'll definitely want to take pictures of your event. Mm-hmm. If you hired a professional, or if you're using your staff photos, or even if you use the team building app like ours that allows you to collect images and videos mm-hmm. after the event. Right. You definitely want to showcase those, whether you're showing it on the page, on your HR page yeah. or whether you're. Just sharing on Facebook and showing how your group had a really awesome event the and, other day. And
0: from a marketing perspective, you can use those pictures for the next event, right? To try and be like, look at look at this awesome time that we had at the last event. Like, come join us in the next one.
1: Yeah, you bet. Look at you thinking ahead, Kara. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's
1: that's that's a great idea. And you talked about Slack a little bit earlier. We 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 love Slack in our organization. Yeah. So we've got our you know we've got our general channel, and you, if you have a if you have like a bulletin board, or if you've got a social channel yeah. in your Slack, like these are all great places to showcase images of that event and actually keep the buzz mm-hmm. from that activity going. So not yeah. only are you getting that marketing benefit as well that you can use in your HR page and your social yeah. media pages, but internally, if you're if your staff had a great time. Seeing all the pictures afterwards, they're, they're going to have a great laugh again. It's going to reignite that memory yeah. and, and, and just bring that buzz back.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right, so any final tips for planners?
1: I mean, again, I've echoed this sentiment a few times throughout this podcast, but I have to bring it up again. Just keep it as simple as possible. Right. You don't need to be a top-level marketer. Mm-hmm. You don't have to learn how to code. You don't have to <laughs> learn how to use complicated email software, Photoshop,
0: InDesign,
1: no landing pages, none of that. You you just, the simpler you keep it, the Mm -hmm. easier it'll be you leverage your internal resources, the leaders in your organization. Leverage the different uh, huddles that you may have if you have an organizational wide huddle. Use that as a platform for this.
0: Use templates when available.
1: Templates when available. Use the ultimate team building guide, the ultimate guide to team building. And email. These, yeah. are, these, are, these are the things that are going to help you succeed. You don't, you don't need to learn Photoshop to design this crazy poster. Right. Use a free template, whether yeah. it's the one in our guide or whether you just find a template online. Absolutely. Use Google. Make your life easier. You've got enough on your plate. You're not necessarily a seasoned event planner either, so you, you probably want to focus more on the actual event running smoothly than mm-hmm. you want to want to on marketing it. Absolutely. Keep it simple.
0: Well, that's great. So thanks so much for joining me today to That's it for this episode of Outback Team Building and Training Tips. For more tips and expert advice on promoting your upcoming event, visit the downloadable resources section of our website at outbackteambuilding.com to download your free copy of the guide, Seven Ways to Get People Excited for Your Team Building Event or The Ultimate Guide to Team Building. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, or wherever you may listen to your podcasts. Until next time, thank you for listening.